Thanks for tuning in to the As We Go podcast by First College. Our hope for this podcast is to be a resource for college students seeking to be the hands and feet of Christ on their campus and in the world. Listen to this podcast while you're, well, on the go. Whether that may be in the car, walking to class, or walking down the frozen entrees aisle at Walmart, Jesus' commission for his disciples was to go and make disciples of all nations. So we want to offer all the help we can as you go and fulfill this call. Howdy, and welcome back to the As We Go podcast. My name is Sydney, and I am sitting down with Jordan, our master of apologetics today. What are we going to talk about? I told you not to say that. That's I'm such a sorry. <laughs> We're going to be talking about secular evidence of Jesus. So evidence for Jesus that's outside of the Bible. Something that's really cool about Jesus, I don't know if you know this, something that's really cool is that most people will not disagree that he existed. Um, if they do disagree, it's usually out of a place of ignorance um, and can be fixed super easily. So, But we have enough evidence outside of the Bible that everyone's like, yeah, no, Jesus was a man who existed. Um, so it's just a matter of finding that evidence. Very cool. So where do we see Jesus outside of the Bible? Um, so the biggest place that we see Jesus outside of the Bible is probably from Josephus. So Josephus, a little background so that we can understand who he was and the biases that he might carry. Um, going back to your DBQ days and AP world. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, oh, geez. Was, so he was, he was a Jewish scholar. He was born in 37 AD and he completed the text that we'll be talking about today around 90 AD. So towards the end of the first century. Um, he was a Pharisee. Um, and in the Jewish Roman war, um, he gave himself up to the Romans, whereas most of the people he worked with, most of his friends committed suicide instead. He decided it wasn't in the Lord's will for him to commit suicide. So he gave himself up to the Romans and then started defending the Romans. So a little interesting switch there. Yeah. Um, but he is considered a very reliable historian because a lot of his writings about the Jewish Roman war, um, have been corroborated by archaeological evidence and stuff like that. You mean there's archaeological evidence to back up the Bible? There is, but that's a that's a topic. oh that's a whole other yeah, topic. That's a, that's a whole we, we don't we don't have time today. for that. We can't get into that today. <laughs> we have twelve minutes. Oh no. But we will be talking about archaeological evidence. It's fascinating. Okay. Um, like most of this is. So what did he write about specifically? So he wrote in the he wrote the antiquities, um, and this was meant to be a complete history of the jewish people from creation to the time that he was writing it small task (laughs) just (laughs) a little um so he discusses briefly the what and why of james the brother of jesus getting um killed Mm. he was like he was um teaching false things um and so he was stoned um that was basically all he wrote but what's interesting is he calls james the brother he the quote he has is james the brother of jesus who is known as the christ Mm. So not only was Jesus a prominent enough figure for him to, for James to be referred to as the brother of Jesus, which makes sense in the Bible because it's all about Jesus, but makes less sense for a Roman author to be writing like, oh, this is James, the brother of Jesus, as opposed to James, any of the other ones. Um, But he also acknowledges that Christians were referring to Jesus as the Christ, as the Messiah, Um, and that this was a very prominent thing that was happening in, in that day. Um, so obviously he doesn't agree that Jesus is the Christ. Right. Um, he, which is why he very carefully makes the claim, like he is called the Christ. Um, but it, 
it shows that close to the time, like before the first century was up, people were reliably calling Jesus the Christ to where he would know about it. And moreover, people could dispute that, no, he's not the Christ. That doesn't make sense. He's not the Messiah based on what we know. So you mentioned that he had a longer text as well. So what does that say? Okay, so that's called, I cannot pronounce things. Okay. Um, okay. That is called the Testimonium Flavianum. Um, and so this is a this is a longer writing about Jesus, still not long, um, but a longer and more controversial writing about Jesus. So um, there are three opinions regarding this passage um, that I want to touch on before we read it, because we will be reading it in its oh, entirety. Okay. Um, so the the first opinion regarding this is that one hundred it's one hundred percent accurate that Josephus wrote this, um, and all of it. Um, the other opinion is that it is 100% inaccurate that Christians wrote it um, later, slapped Josephus's name on it, and were happy with the day of deceit. Um, and then the third opinion is that Josephus wrote most of it, um, and Christians added interpolations um, or phrases um, that w- were not in Josephus's words, but Christians wanted to add them because it sounded good. Um so that's the last opinion is the most popular opinion. Um, and the good news is it's really easy to see what the Christians <sighs> added. Cool. Um, so I'm going to read it. Um, see if you can pick out, based on what we know about Josephus, um, see if you can pick out, like, what doesn't make sense. Okay, sounds good. What doesn't connect. I can try. Um, so, and I quote, About this time lived Jesus, a wise man, and if indeed one ought to call him a man. For he was the achiever of extraordinary deeds, and he was a teacher of those who accept the truth gladly. He won over many Jews and many of the Greeks. He was the Messiah. When he was indicted by the principal men among us, and Pilate condemned him to be crucified, those who had come to love him originally did not cease to do so. For he appeared to them on the third day restored to life, as the prophets of the deity had foretold these and countless other marvelous things about him. And the tribe of the Christians, so named after him, has not disappeared to this day. So, what phrases... Just don't connect. Um, I'm going to go with uh, when he said, if one indeed ought to call him a man. Yeah. He would have believed he was fully man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, called him the Messiah straight out. That's, he wouldn't have believed that. And then when it says that he appeared on the third day, restored to life. Because Josephus did not believe. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So. Yeah. Our friend Josephus uh-huh. was Jewish. Um, so yeah, all of those things make hard, fast claims about who Jesus was as the son of God Mm -hmm. rather than just as a man. Um, everything else that was in the passage is very consistent with Josephus's writings in other places. Um, and so we, we think that those were 100% Josephus, but those three phrases, the if indeed one ought to call him a man, the, he was a Messiah and he appeared to them restored to life. Um, we think that those were things that Christians added later because they sounded good. Mm-hmm. But by and large, the passage is accurate to um, what Josephus wrote. And it's very easy to point out like the things that are inconsistent with what Josephus thought and believed. So um, one last thing about Josephus, I think that it's important to mention um, because because people, critics will say like, oh, well, Josephus didn't write a whole lot about Jesus, and he was like a very big historian. He was a Jewish historian. He wrote History of the Jews. Why didn't he write more about Jesus? Um, he must not have existed. Is um, that Josephus 
was very interested in politics. Hmm. And Jesus wasn't a political threat. Right. Um, he was not telling the Jews to rise up. He was not doing anything. He he told them, pay to Caesar what is Caesar's. Um, Jesus was just changing the world, but he wasn't changing the political sphere. Mm-hmm. So Josephus probably wasn't all that interested in Jesus. He would have been more interested in political figures. So the fact that Jesus had enough influence outside of politics that Josephus mentioned him, even though he was outside the realm that he was most comfortable in, mm-hmm. is pretty noteworthy. Yeah. Um, the fact that he was even mentioned by Josephus at all. Um, it makes sense that Josephus wouldn't have written more about him. Yeah. So talk about Josephus. Were there any other historians of the time or any other outside evidence besides Josephus that backs up? Jesus. Yes. So we got Tacitus, who was a Roman historian, um, who in 115 AD, he said that Nero used Christians as the scapegoat for the fire in 64 AD. Um, as we know, Nero was not a good guy. Right. Um, but so he ma- he was talking about Christians um, and he mentioned that Christianity had originated from Christ, um, who, who was Jesus, who died on the cross. Um, and so he makes a note that it's weird that Christianity originated from the death of a man who was crucified because crucifixion was the most public and most shameful and worst death possible. Um, and so no one wanted to be associated with a person who was crucified. So the fact that this religion had originated from a, a crucified man was insane. Yeah. Um, just, just lightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tacitus also indicates that Christianity spread very rapidly and that people were willing to die rather than deny their faith. Mm. Um, and a few other historians that I did not write down the names of shamefully um, <laughs> also made this point. Yeah. Um, those were Roman historians. So something that's also really cool that I love um, this, this guy, this uh-huh. guy, Thallus, uh-huh. um, he wrote, a history of the Eastern Mediterranean world okay. in 52 AD. And this text has been lost to us. Hmm. So like, why am I talking about it? I'm talking about it because, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love this. It's so cool. Because in 221 AD, Julius Africanus, uh-huh. um, once again, don't know how to pronounce things, wrote um, in response to what Thallus had written. And we do have this. And so they were talking about the darkness that the Bible mentions during Jesus's crucifixion. And I keep banging on this. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So he writes about the darkness that happened during the crucifixion. And Thallus wrote about it. He was like, huh, that's weird. Must have been an eclipse. And Africanus writes in response to 150 years later, he was like, no, you're an idiot. Um, And says, it doesn't make sense if it was an eclipse, given the time. Um, so if you're curious, I think right now, currently, um, people nowadays are back on the, it was an eclipse train. I saw that in passing and I haven't had time to go back and look at it, but I fully intend to. Um, but regardless of whether it was an eclipse or not, it's interesting that we have a secular evidence of the darkness that occurred during the crucifixion, because that was definitely a thing that happened and definitely, needs to be like would have been witnessed by other people yeah and would have been written about by other people yeah so that's really cool um the talmud which is an important jewish text references jesus and his miracles um but it, it attributes them to sorcery or witchcraft um and 
so Jesus only makes a brief appearance in the Talmud um, because Jewish people on principle really don't spend a whole lot of time talking about false teachers. And they definitely thought Jesus was a false messiah. Mm -hmm. Um, But he did make an appearance. Um, Finally, I see we're running out of time. (laughs) Finally. People say that given how important Jesus was, there should have been more evidence about him. There should have been more secular evidence. People should have been talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but most most religious texts, most texts about religions don't start until years after the religions game steam. So like hundreds of years later. Um, Buddhism wasn't written about until almost a thousand years later. Um, so the fact that we have all the secular evidence of Jesus so close to his time on earth is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and based on all the secular evidence we have, even if we didn't have the gospels, we would be able to paint a pretty accurate picture of who Jesus was and his time on earth. Um, so that's super cool. We have more evidence than other religions about Jesus and closer to the time of his life. Um, so that's just really cool, and I think it shows, um, especially since Christianity is also the religion that comes under the most fire, just shows how cool that God put all these things into place, yeah. like made other people write about Jesus um, so that we would have it. Yeah. Um, and it really shows how Jesus changed the world. Yeah. Sounds like a great spot to leave it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the As We Go podcast. You can follow First College on Instagram at firstcollegefbc. And be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're streaming so you never miss an episode.